Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Okay, you guys, there is so much more to life than just workouts and healthy recipes. This is all of those real moments, the good, the bad, and the sometimes hilarious things that make life so worth living. So how do you live it? This is the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. Okay, guys, you've probably heard me talk about it a few times now, but just in case you're new to the podcast, I want to tell you about something really big I have going on. I have a huge group of people and local radio DJs from around the country doing 21 Day Fix real time with me right now. We started on June 15th, but even though we're already in it, you guys can still join us. You can still be a part of the Facebook group. I'm inviting you to join us personally. It's called... The Big Fix. It's your chance to get support directly from me to help you guys lose weight right now, right? Quarantine 15, a lot of people are talking about that. So if you're looking to drop some weight or just get in shape, be it for the summer or for life, uh, you can join me in The Big Fix. Okay, so let's welcome to the show... Elena Cardone. Elena, thank you so much for being with me today. I am so excited to dive in and talk to you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for your introduction and for having me on your show. Yes. So we're talking all about building our empire. This to me is such an important topic. Like it's a big topic. People look at someone in your position, someone in Grant's position, someone in my position And it seems out of reach. It seems like something miraculous must have happened to one of us to get to where we are. Mm -hmm. And and I also think, so one, they think it's not reachable. It's not attainable for them. But they also think that if you're living your dream life, then that's it. Everything's a dream. There's no struggle and there's no sacrifice, right? I get, listen, you'd be shocked. I get this all the time. People think like, it's just like eating bonbons over here and not doing anything. And I tell people all the time, I think I sacrifice more now than I ever have over the years. And I sacrificed a lot to get where, to where I am, but you know, now we're in it's next level. So before we even get into talking about, um, the work component of it, can you give people a little bit of your background? Like, cause even when I was reading your book, build an empire or how to build an empire, um, I didn't realize your background from New Orleans and, and sort of how much you overcame to be to where you are. Yeah. Well, I was exactly the person that you just described. I was the person that thought that could never happen. It was so out of reach. Um, I came from a background where I had an incident happen when I was 14. It was really hard for me to cope with dealing with that trauma that happened in my life. I went down a road of recreational, hardcore drug use, excessive alcohol drinking as a way to um, self-medicate and and deal with the situation. I was in my early teens, 14. It was very young. Um, And then I sort of evolved and crawled out of that hole that I had put myself in little by little. So I understand it doesn't just happen overnight. It might seem unreal to you, but if you just chip away little by little, 
um, over a period of time, it is possible that you can attain your goals and your dreams. So I went from this girl who uh, went down a wrong path. I also had some, um, some ingrained beliefs in me about money, um, also about relationships. I thought I had to be this really strong, independent woman and never depend on a man for anything. And I realized that with that mentality, I was cutting my nose off to spite my face because there is a power in two or more, whether it's your partner in life or someone that you're building your empire with. You, you, no one ever just does this thing alone. No one ever builds an empire alone. It's never been done. So at some point you will have to depend on someone else to do their job so that you can do your job, whether it's an accountant, an assistant, a marketing person, whomever that you bring into the fold to build your, your empire. So for me, Grant, once I finally got over, and I was already married to him, by the way, but once I had gotten over this me being isolated in the marriage, trying to do it alone, and really join forces with my husband as a teammate, we were able to deli up based on our strengths and weaknesses, not male, female. And then we were able to really unite in a coordinated effort to reach heightened levels of success together. So it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. So let me go back this, this, let me just go back to the first thing you said, which is beliefs about money. Because mm-hmm. I, was, I was the same way. I had a, a belief about money that there was never enough of it. I was never going to be able to make enough of it. There's not enough to go around. And I see so many people with this belief about money. And a lot of times that's coming from the position you were in. I watched my dad have great success and then lose it all. Like we went from having, you know, a a thriving restaurant and taking vacations and a huge home to like losing everything and watching him struggle over the years to just try to make ends meet after that. And so that was something I watched when I was 14 years old and had this thought of like, oh, money is hard. Money's hard to attain. Money's hard to keep. And I I'll get to the second point you made in a second about um, doing it alone. That's a big one. But let's start with that belief about money. How do you feel like people overcome that belief? Like what is something that they can do to let go of that limiting belief that they can't, there isn't that money out there for them? Well, the first thing you can understand is uh, you can go outside and take a look around. There's trillions of dollars everywhere. It's everywhere. And, and the first thing that you, you have to understand is it's, it's, it's people. People have your money. It's, it's not, you might think it's your products, but without people purchasing your products, your products aren't producing income unless, <laughs> unless you're in an asset that does produce income like real estate. And that's another separate discussion. But so the, the, the very first thing to do would be to assess and be honest with yourself about every single consideration that you have about money, whether it's cliche like money's the root of all evil or greedy people have money or whatever, but be honest about every single negative thing that you have about money and see how you can actually 
convert it just into the possibility of more of a positive spin. Rather than money makes you evil, money is actually the catalyst for helping more, for being more generous, to helping my parents, to helping my community or giving to my charity or my church. So look at ways instead of it's greedy to how it can help. Um, you know, there's not, there's not enough of it to, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. There are people on this planet making copious amounts of money. It does exist. What you have to do is educate yourself on how to get your money. Who's got my money? Who? Every single person should be looked at as who's got my money? Are, are you, do you have my money? Can I give you this pin and you give me money because this pin solved the problem for you? You needed to write a note. I've been there. You don't have a pen. You can't write the note. You forget. Here's a pen. Buy it for $10. I'm selling you. You know what I mean? So you have to learn how to sell yourself on your own products so that you can sell um, the pen, you know, to sell your products and your services. But it's always a person. It's always a person that has your money. But before you can even get to that person, we have to let go of just that, that limiting belief that um, money is evil, that there isn't enough, that uh, we have to stop judging people who have money. I've seen that a lot. Like people are like, oh, don't show off this. And there's, listen, there is a difference between being braggy and showy and then somebody just being like, but this is just my life. Like these are the material things that I have, but the material things you have, they're just, you refer to it as like a trophy in your book. You, you know, it's not like a, the material thing isn't the success. That, that's just the trophy for the, a job well done. The, the physical things, the, yeah. the brand new G550 plane that I go travel the world on is a trophy. Right. It's a trophy and it represents all the right decisions we made, all the wrong decisions we made, years of sacrifice, et cetera. That's a trophy. Very important. The success is part of the big win, like the oh, like achieving the target. Those are, that's the big wins in life. When I look at my career, you guys, I'm, I'm blessed. I do very well. And I'm proud of it. But I, but me helping people, the more people I help, the more, the more success I have. And, and can I go buy more material things with that stuff if I would like? Yes, I can. But if I can buy more material things, it means that I achieve the real goal, which is right. help people lead a healthier life. That, right. so for me, the goal is always, how can I help more people? And if I'm helping more people then like Elena said, those happen to be the people buying my products and, and that's fantastic. And, and that's a good thing. There's no shame in that. It's, I did something really great to be able to and earn. That, and that's the thing that you're connected to. You're connected to your purpose. Your purpose is to help people. And so of course you're not going to have any shame pitching your products because you believe in your products. You know that your products like this pen is solving a problem for people. You're helping people get into better shape to, to feel more confident in their lives so they can go out and live to their higher potential. So a lot of people that have problem with money or with selling or don't want to pitch their product aren't sold on their purpose. Because right. if you were right. really sold on your purpose and you knew 
that a product or service that I have could help someone, then you would actually be committing a transgression to not have the responsibility to get your product into somebody else's hands. And when you take on that viewpoint and that purpose, and you are so passionate about helping people, you're willing to call and get 10 uh, nose and the phones hung up in your face because you don't care. You still want to help and you're willing to call and be uncomfortable because you know it's your responsibility to help people and they can ha- be helped with your product. Yes. That's so, so true, you guys. And it's so valuable. You have to believe in whatever it is you're doing, whatever job you choose to do, you got to believe in what you're doing in order to be successful at it. Now, Elena made another point, and I swear her and I are like the same person when it comes to this. Super strong, independent. I can do it by myself. Okay. I learned from my dad. So my dad, he owned restaurants our whole lives, okay? But my dad didn't trust anybody. I mean, maybe my grandma and a few people in in the family. And those are literally the people that worked at the restaurant because my dad didn't trust hiring anybody that wasn't like a blood relative. You guys, I love my dad. He's a little batshit crazy. But for a long time, I learned that same thing of like, don't trust anybody, do it on your own. And I was, I've always prided myself on being that person. Like I'm independent. I can do it on my own. Now I'll say this. I'm divorced. My husband, my ex-husband and I are still best friends. He's actually my personal assistant, but we're not working to build a business together as a team, as a husband and wife. But I do have a team of people around me and I very much can admit now where I'm at now that I absolutely cannot do all that I do without a team around me. So even if you're building something without a significant other right now, you cannot build it all on your own. No. Talk talk to us about that because I love how you use... You use the empire, obviously, like it's such a good visual, like there's a king and a queen and there's your court and everybody has to know their job responsibilities. So you might be the idea person or you might be the marketing person, but you can't be all the persons. Right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, you know, it's, 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 you know, when you finally realize that it does take a team, this whole solopreneur thing has been sold, you know, as, as just, it's been sold to us in society and it's a complete farce. It's a complete lie. There is no such thing as a solopreneur. Uh, if you do start as a solopreneur, you do not end up as a solopreneur never happens. So you know, they start in their garage. They're not in their garage uh, anymore. Apple is not still operating out of the garage. Neither is Amazon. So that's a story that is like, like, I don't even know what it is. It's supposed to be inspirational or something, but they grow. Everybody has to grow. So yes, uh, I say whoever you're going to take advice from, look at the statistics that they have in the area. Somebody like you has stats in the area. You have the statistics in the area to be the expert in your field. Therefore, I'm going to go to you for that advice. Now, um, am I going to go to you for tax, how to, how to beat the taxes or figure out how to optimize the taxi? You know, no, chances are I might go to somebody else for that. 
who has that expertise and try not to cross the lines and not just think because you're an expert in this one and this one and this one and this one. Good. Check, 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 check. I'm going to go to you for that, but I'm going to go to my mechanic to help me figure out how to sort out the problem for my car and maybe not you. Right. Yeah. That so the same thing in the role of the empire. Who does what? Who's got the strengths? Who's, where's this, everyone's weaknesses? Who can take on more in this area? And then don't burden their area with something that's overwhelming or over their head and that they can't win now. Everyone wants to win at life, give them and put them on a path where they can win in their own lane and, and, and don't give them a limit. Let them just go. Right. Now, in your book, you talk a lot about making lists. I love making lists. I make them all the time. I do. So people, a lot of people listening to this podcast might, some of them might be like, we probably have a lot of Beachbody coaches, so they know what they're doing they're, in terms of their business. They're out there, um, you know, they're, they believe in Beachbody. They believe in what we do. And so that's what they're doing. They're coaching other people through our workout programs. But we might have a lot of people listening going, well, I want to build an empire, but I don't know what I want to build. So how can they use something like making a list to start to figure out what is the path? What do I want to do with my life? And by the way, you guys can do this at any age. Like I'm about to be 40 and I'm still coming up with more things that I want to do in my life. So don't ever think you're too old for it. But um, what can they do to start to hone in on this is my skill. This is what I'm good at. And then this is what I need to put around me. This is one. Of, this is an exercise I did that helped me figure out and really put me on the path that I am right now with doing the whole empire and the coachings and everything that I'm doing now. Before that, I was running, and I still am. I'm, I, I have this up and running, and now I'm kind of doing my own thing as well. But I've run all the behind-the-scenes operations for my husband, who runs 15 businesses. So. I understand that world really well. But when I did this world, um, now going towards wanting to really put my attention on women and helping women and bringing them into the fold, um, one of the things that led me there was I actually just drew an outline of a person, like a big old gingerbread man on a piece of paper. Um, And then inside, I wrote every single little thing that I can talk about. I actually did work on 60s cars. I know about 60s cars. I know about martial arts. I know about drugs in that single in that world. I know about being single. I know about being an actress. I know about being a mom. I know I have 15 years of marriage behind me. I know about being with an entrepreneur. I know about running behind the scenes of an organization. So I wrote all the things that I am and all of my story. I had my Goldie incident, my incident that happened when I was 14. Okay, I can talk about losing someone I have. So when you write all of these things down, you start to be able to look objectively and from the outside as if you're watching your own life in a movie. And you, you then become aware of all the different areas that you can speak about, that you have reality on. And then you can kind of start pushing, putting the pieces together and figuring out your story. Like, When I did this, I looked at my story and I looked at, okay, when I was 14, I lost my best friend, Goldie. I witnessed the, I witnessed the whole tragic incident of that and that loss and her death. Um, And I realized in doing this, wow, at that time I failed to help her. 
And it's not like I need to make myself wrong or beat myself up for it for the rest of my life. It's just, it's a fact. I failed to help her. I couldn't help her. And as a result, you know, she passed away. So now I look at my life and I look at like, wow, my story is I want to help people. I want to help women succeed. I want to restore the value of women in society. I have my story. Now I know why I want to help. Before it makes you vague. Like you're like, well, I really want to help people. Well, why do you want to help people, Elena? Uh, I don't know. It's just a passion. But when you start to understand yourself and you start to understand the pieces and you can connect the dots and develop your story, all of a sudden the end result is going to present itself. Well, this is the avenue I want to take. This is the direction. That's where my passion is. I want to help. I want to, I want to do this thing. And then you can start to, to see an image of where you want to go. But unless you really are connected with your purpose and who you are, then um, if you don't have that, it's, it's going to be more vague. Once you figure out who you are, your story, your purpose, and then you have all the lists of all the things you're good at, Maybe it can point you in the direction. Hey, you know what? I'm really interested in beauty and, and, and fitness and this. And, and MLMs are a great way to provide women and men with incomes and confidence. I think I'm going to try this beach body thing. Let me contact Autumn here and see how she can put me on my path to success. This is great. I can be jacked up about that. For me, you guys, um, I talk about this a lot in my new book coming out in August. Uh, I talk about my crazy life. And for me, I was picked on a lot as a kid, not by, by classmates. I was picked on by my family. And wow. I ended up having amazing dance teachers when I was younger. And I really think when I look back, that's where my passion came from. Because when I went to dance class and I had these really positive role models that's where I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel bad about myself in those moments. I felt really good. I felt like, oh, I actually am good at something. All day long, people tell me how stupid I am and how, you know, I'm not going to do this. And I didn't have as good of grades as my brother and sister. And so I always felt less than. But in this right. space, in this dance world, I felt like I could soar. And so over the years, that's how I ended up where I am because I wanted to give that to other people. A lot of times, if we just look at what brings us joy, what brings us passion, that's where you start. You start with what brings me joy, what brings me passion, and how can I use that to better myself and better the world that I'm living in? That's really what it's all about. We want to bring something good to the world. So, Absolutely. Yeah, when you look at it like that, like Elaine is saying, and you write it all down, you have to, you have to sit down and look back to go forwards. Right. And you see the beauty of that is, is you're connected with your story. So now when you're talking to people, you're relatable. You have your story. Look, I was in your shoes. I people can relate to you and the problems that you went through. You've learned how to turn your liability into an asset. And now you can help other people do the same. That becomes your story of how you, you help people. It's like, look, I've been through it. I've been made to feel less than. I was picked on. And everyone's like, what? You picked on? I, was I felt picked on. This is what I did. This is how I overcame it. I worked out. I did my dance class. And now I'm obligated to help other people. 
And then you see what I'm saying? It's who's got my money. You're talking to people. You become relatable to people and then you're able to help because you understand you and your story. You can relate to them and their story because most people are experiencing not your exact story, but similar results. I always felt less than and never could do. And I had the lower reading. I was always in the lower reading groups and I always felt not intelligent. And, you know, I was always a daydreamer. So it's very relatable. People can relate to that. So instead of shying away from it and trying to push that out and trying to be better than that, embrace who you are, all of who you are, and learn how to use it to be an asset for you, not against you. Yeah. I love that so much. You guys, look, the title of the podcast is Let's Do Life. Let's do life. It's not let's survive life. It's not let's live a mediocre life. I want to inspire you to do and to do everything and anything that you want to do. And, and that, like, I love watching Elena do her thing and Grant do his thing. And I love watching them do it together. And it is so inspiring because even when I think I'm doing all I can do, I look at other people and I'm like, shoot, I can do more. If they're doing more, I can do more too. And, and I want to do more. So that's what I want you guys to take from this. I want you to think about not just surviving, not just getting by, but like, how can I do life? What do I want out of this life? If I could write the dream list down, what's on the dream list? And then go out there and make it happen. You guys, I was six years old, six and seven years old, telling my dad in little Cleveland, Ohio, that I was going to Hollywood. Okay. When I was in eighth grade, I was getting I would send away for college brochures to UCLA because I was going to Hollywood. My dad thought I was crazy. He never wanted to let me go to California. I literally was like, uh, guess what? I'm 18. I'm going to do what I want. Uh, And I wasn't asking for help from my family. I actually came not when I was 18. I didn't come until I was 21. But from the time I was six, I wow. knew where I wanted to go. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't know what life was going to be, but I just knew that's where I wanted to go. So you got to think about like, what's the big dream? What do I want? And go get commit it. Commit first, I'll- commit first and figure yes. the rest out later. That's what you did. Commit first and figure the rest out later. Don't be afraid to put it out there, right? Because the more you say it, you, the more you bring it into fruition within the world. I think that's really important. Like, don't shy away from yeah. it. Don't be embarrassed. If somebody else judges you about your dream, then maybe they don't belong in your empire. That's right. Maybe, maybe it says more about them than it does you. Maybe they quit on their dreams and they can't see anybody else fulfilling theirs because they quit. So a lot of times when, when I get faced with people who are doubters or don't want to support me or think it's like ridiculous or crazy, your dad at six, <laughs> it's just, I always look at rather than getting my feelings hard about it, I always think, oh, what a shame. They must've quit on their dreams. I feel sorry for them. Elena, let me ask you what, before we wrap it up, if you could look back right now from where you're sitting at right now. What's the biggest, uh, what's your biggest accomplishment so far for yourself? Uh, There's many, but um, 
certainly delivering two children at home naturally with no drugs was such a huge accomplishment because it was something that I didn't think that we were, that I could do. Um, and so that whole thing that I went through and was able and healthy enough to do so was such a major accomplishment for me mentally, physically. It was, it was really a, a notch of pride um, that I can, that, that no one will ever be able to take away from me. So that one was just, that, that goes down in the records. That's but, incredible. Um, you know, even, even just being able to be in a point where I could marry a man, uh, it was huge for me because I always wanted to be single. I always wanted to live this independent life. I never saw my, I thought all men would hold me back in life. And up until Grant, that was my, my reality. I had cast every single guy in my life to fit that role that they, they held me back. And then I got to say, see, 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 and, and use that as an excuse to, to not be with a man that could actually build me up and, and help me to achieve my heightened levels of success. So that's another huge accomplishment. Um, you know, starting out, moving to LA at 17, I feel like we're very similar to that, yes. knowing no one, landing on my own feet, doing it on my own. My parents didn't help me. It was, I, I got my first five or $7,000 from a Sprite commercial I did in New Orleans and that funded my trip. I just think that took courage and, and I was proud of that and for the step that I was going to take to make my life better. So anytime I have invested time, energy, and money into anything that was a self-enhancement for myself that no one could then take away was an accomplishment for me. Those are amazing. And I love that your first two accomplishments were not business ones. They were, they were just personal. They were your, birthing your kids, marrying your husband. Those are huge accomplishments. And They're so, huge accomplishments. sometimes yeah. our biggest accomplishments are just that. They're just personal wins for ourselves. If you had to give us one little nugget of advice before we wrap it up for how people can do life, live life to the very best, what would that be? Uh, well, every time you say do, I think of my husband's book, The 10X Rule, which is a multiplier. It's about taking massive action. It's about a doingness. So the last piece of advice I would say is, envision where you want your life to be and go ahead and write your list of where in an ideal perfect world with no one judging you where you would be in five years and what you will have accomplished and then come back to the present time and write a list of all the steps that you needed to take in order to get there what self-enhancement what podcast did you listen to who did you have to study deep on autumn's a you're great leader for a lot of people. Write down the whole, did you need to work out? Did you need to eat healthy? Did, write the whole list of everything that, you, did you need to learn about finances? Do you need to learn about money? How did you get to be that person? And then do life. Let's do life. Start doing those actions every single day. And who knows, maybe you don't hit your target in five years. Maybe you hit it in two. I love it. Oh my gosh, you guys. So much great advice today. That's what we're all about. We're about doing life and, and loving it while we do it. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, my book is coming out in August, August 18th. 
It's called How to Lose Weight Like Crazy. Even if you have a crazy life, you guys can pre-order it now. Amazon. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to read your book. I, I have secret intel behind the scenes of your organization. I asked for a copy. I'm already getting a copy. Yes, just you are. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. Oh, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. You guys, Elena Cardone, check out her book, How to Build an Empire. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. This show is produced by Will Sterling for Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at podcastone.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review.